Yeah, apparently, um, apparently, can you hear okay on the microphone? Let me turn everything up. Can you okay? Can you yeah. hear fine? Hello, hello. Are oh, you having one of your off, are you? You're being controversial, are you? <laughs> you Should know? I put both Is on? that your deaf ear, That's love? my deaf ear, so I actually probably hear better like this. Okay, so you do need to be about fist apart. Yeah. Uh, you know about fisting. Yes. Okay, so... Uh, you did tell me last time as well, so... Oh, you remembered? Oh, it was well, remember. I remember everything. I remember how you asked me if I was the newbie. You got so offended. Bitch, you got so offended at that. <laughs> I didn't know you were coming, though. No, that's fine. And I don't really watch porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... People don't know who I am until they get no. high, and then suddenly they remember me from oh, the yeah. scene they saw when they were high. So I'm going to put the intro music on. I'm going to turn you on to... Oh, Are you always horny? No. I'm always looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you looking for your next... Are you, are you planning to party while you're here? <clears throat> no. Hell no. No? No. Uh, this is the Thirsty Bitch Podcast. Our guest host is David Luca, and we'll be back straight after our introduction. Honey, it sounds like she thirsty. I mean thirsty. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, are you a, a thirsty bitch? Or no? Or no? See, I kind of get that. It's a little bit loud, that was. That was, was very it? loud, yes. <laughs> I know that you told me earlier that you was a little bit deaf. So. <laughs> was that from the plane flight over? It, uh, well, yeah. I mean, I can't hit that well anyway, but the plane flight, plane, the plane flight didn't help. What's the little What's going on? Is that a two glasses of wine later, is it? I mean, I think it's three now. Is it? <laughs> well, we've got another bottle here, yeah. So it's David Luca. Thank you very much. You've flown all the way from, I'd like to say you've flown all the way from Spain yes. just to come to me. We well, love it, have you? <clears throat> I flew all the way from Spain because I have two live shows this weekend, but you were a big part of it, yes. I'm a big... Yeah, I'll go with that one anyway. So what are your live shows? Tell um, us all. Tonight is the three-year anniversary of Jamie HP events, so I'm going to be doing a kind of bondage, slave, oral kind of fun show there. And then Sunday I'm doing SBN as well. SBN as oh, well. Yep, yep, yep. So all of Jamie HP gigs, that I, who are you going to be performing with? Uh, I don't really know. Oh, yes. Why don't, do some you don't, don't like? I sound prepared? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you do. That's, that's prepared enough. <laughs> um, no, I trust James, who books guys, and yeah, he'll do look you, after me. When you are a booking guy, if you, anyone that doesn't know that, David Lucas, you are an adult entertainer. You've been in the business yes. about three years or so, yes. aren't you? Uh, and uh, there's a lot of things we're going to uh, cover in this because you are actually uh, one of our. You have a host, but you're going to be one of my guests as well. Cause we, we, ah, very good. Yeah, <laughs> very good, very good. Yeah, because we met you, uh, you was on the Extra Thirst episode of Thirsty Bitch. Not the one that went out, or the one that if you was a paid mm, member, yes. you got to see. Did, yeah. did, it, did it come out? Oh, you thought you should, look. <laughs> Are you thought you should? No, I've yet to hear the actual one where yeah, we... You got, have to be a paid member that I actually give you a free membership yes, for. Yes, you did. And I tried yeah. to check the website, but I think it hadn't come out quite yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Right, okay, fine, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I met you actually very, very randomly. Uh, we did the... It's in season one. We did the Palm Boys and Palm Parties or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, and that was... Weird. I had such a good time. <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> do, you, do you remember it much? Uh, yeah, no, we were sober, weren't we? Were, were yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was. I'm never, never sober doing these kind of things. One thing that strikes me about you is that you're different to the other porn actors that I know. One, you're, you're extremely intelligent. You're like Thank a you. Menza type of person, aren't you, as well? And you've chosen to go into the porn business for, for various reasons. Some people would say slightly Asperger's, but any, that goes as well. Menza's oh, nice. You, are a, you actually won 
the best Twix scene for the Hustle Bar this week. Yes, did I did find me on, three years. <laughs> I know you like a, oh, uh, thank you. a warm hand <laughs> on your entrance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, did with Pigboy Ruben. Um, yeah, Pigboy is incredible. His content's always the best. And I was lucky enough to be the lucky bitch twink that he happened to win best twink scene with this year after three years of trying and I think 10 international nominations. Oh, wow. And how many Not that you, I'm counting. How, how many have you had? No, those were my they, 10. They're your yeah, 10? 10 over three years. Jesus Christ, what were they? Um, I had loads my first year at the Prowler Porn Awards. I've had a couple e. in Spain and then obviously um, best twink scene at Hustle Ball, which I, I won with Ruben. What did you, uh, just, just tell us, what did you do at the, <laughs> what, what was your scene that you did? Oh, uh, it's actually quite controversial. A lot oh, of my gosh. friends got freaked out. Um, yeah, I went to, it, we were in Berlin. I went to his hotel room. It was the first time meeting him. I'm such a crazy fan. I was trying to keep all my crazy inside. And um, doesn't, doesn't work much. No, no, it doesn't. Uh, I walked in, I was super nervous. Um, and then he wanted me to douche into his mouth. I, it was all completely uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's the kind of reaction that did a lot you do of people, it? Yeah, of course I did it. Well, I was hoping he would do it to me, but he was like, no, no, no. I need like a cute little bitch twink who's going to do it to me. Now, but did you, when he says douche into your mouth, did you? It was complete. I douched. I was douched, completely clean. Ah. And it was clean water. Clean water came out of me into him. Then he fucked me in the bath. And then we got out, we went to the bed. He throat fucked me. I worshiped his socks. He bred me. And then I pushed all of his beautiful, thick white cum out of my little ruined twink hole. And uh, oh yeah, Lord. then we won an award. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whether to, <laughs> don't know where to be horny to be like really disturbed by all this. <laughs> oh, I like that fine line between the two. It is, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> like you need to go onto line. Like give, give all your social media out now about. Okay, uh, so my Instagram is at x David x Luca x, and then my Twitter is at David Luca xxx, no. and then no, 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 it's not. It's okay, okay. just like xxx. X, 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 yeah, <laughs> and then I'm also on uh, uh, XTube under the same name, David Luca xxx. Now, if you go across there now, just pause the podcast wherever you're listening, whether you're listening on Apple uh, Podcasts now, do please rate us on Apple Podcasts because that gets us our, our dinero. To be honest, you're Spanish. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's gets our dinero. Raters, share on your friends. If you're listening on, we're now on, uh, season two is now on Google Podcasts, which is amazing. Uh, and also on all the other streaming services as well. So please follow us. That's a bit of housekeeping you to do. Mm -hmm. But if you go and look, pause the podcast, go have a look at David Luca now. He's, <laughs> yeah, you're really nice. You're beautiful, young, innocent lad. <laughs> so what went wrong? <laughs> um, the, 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 when we turn into our sexual selves, we realize that we are perhaps some wild crazy deviant we always had that capability in us when i was five years old i used to ask my friends to tie me up and we would play uh, robin hood and i would be robin hood and i'd have to escape what i didn't realize at the time was i just fucking loved being tied up bitch. So, <laughs> so on the outside i kind of look like this innocent sweet good yeah. catholic schoolboy and then I behave like an innocent, sweet Catholic schoolboy being <laughs> tied up and abused by all of the naughty priests. And I fucking love it. Are we allowed to swear? We can swear, yes. Yes, that's a bit. We're British. It's what, kind of what we do. Well, you, you, yeah, but we need to discuss that because you're kind of not, really. I mean, you are British, but Ooh. you've got, you, you're half Argentinian, you're yes. half British. You have that really nice, beautiful Mediterranean olive. Thank you. I'm actually giving you a big head. I need to stop doing that. Let's put the wine away. But, you know, you've I got. I do love big head. 
<laughs> you see what I need to put up with here? It is. So, but you have got that, there's, there's, there's some kind of look about you that if I saw you in the street, I'd be like, you know, if he'd be like, mm, I'd like a bit of vanilla, go for a meal, maybe have a bit of a kissing GAY bar. I, no. I look like that boy who's nervous and at his gay bar for the first time. Yeah. And that's what brings people to me. And then I will let you like group fist me, tie me up, put me on stage, piss on me. Um, but I, that is what I kind of enjoy. And it's not that I'm just super submissive. I like having the power of being able to shock people, being able to play with people. Okay. And I, I enjoy bringing that side out of people. So... You know, someone might not necessarily be that dominant, but as soon as little innocent twink kind of schoolboy looking me turns up and they <laughs> kind of give some eyes and then get them to, you know, bend me over that, that I, mean, I like that energy. How's that work? Because we had a bit of a discussion before and so I've known you for, we've been texting on and off for the last couple of months and so, but sexting. We've been sexting. <laughs> 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 If you go on my Instagram, you can see how far that sexting went. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so we've been we've been chatting a bit, and you you have a real name, which we obviously we're not going to yeah. discuss because you've got a different person. Now you said that that different person that you have is very much you are as that persona naturally as that name. You're quite introvert. Yeah. But as soon as you are David Luca, which is the porn actor, you're suddenly completely extrovert. You want people to see you because you're doing a live poncho. Yeah. How, how, how do you get into that mode? Because you're, like, you're not like a drag queen dressing up in drag and you can hide behind stuff. You're still you. Yeah. Um, David Luca definitely has a lot of, a, a, a lot of what I'm capable of as a person, but it's a, a way in which that I can express those things. I always consider David Luca to be a character that I play um, I'm very shy. I struggle to talk to people. Mm -hmm. I've got quite, I mean, everyone says they have anxiety. I mean, when I say I've got social anxiety, I mean, it is difficult for me to walk into a shop yeah. and ask for something. I just, it just is, it, it doesn't come out easily. And if I'm on the train, like my, my head just says, maybe I smell. Which, um, which head? <laughs> uh, you're the one that likes big heads. <laughs> Yeah, all these voices are in my head. Oh, that doesn't sound good, does it? Voices in my head. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> now, going back to this, like, social anxiety, the anxiety bit. Yeah. Everybody now, with the generation we've got, says they've got anxiety. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't really want to go to work. I've got a big anxiety. Anyone like you've experienced it, I certainly suffered from it. Yeah. When you experience anxiety, it's, a, it's totally different to how people oh. think. Yeah. It's like de it's debilitating in some, in some respects. Yeah, completely. There are days when I do not want to go outside. Luckily, I have quite, I'm quite driven. So if I have to get up to go to work, I will get up and I will go to, <clears throat> I will go to work. Is that the wine speaking? That is the wine speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Just like um, if I have to get up and do a show, I will force myself into the David Luca character. I will get up. I will smile. I will walk out there and I will suck some dick. Wow. I know. But how do you get, how do you get that motivation then? Um, I don't quite understand it myself, but when you went to the loot just now, I got out my extra cap, I put it on, I sprayed my um, oh, yeah. aftershave, so I smelt strongly and I sat down. And so, so it's, a, it's like a mental, it's like mind space. It's like a mental space. Let me take yeah. a picture of you. Now, if you go on our website, I'm gonna get, a, can I get a picture of you yeah, and your, yeah, sure. your x tube hat? Like your face, love. I can see your face. Let's get you extube. No, get a bit of both. Go on, extube. You need your head down. Go on oh. There we are. 
There we go. I've got a picture of his X-Tube hat. So okay. you're actually a brand ambassador for X-Tube, aren't yes, you? Yes, I am, yeah. So what's that entail? Oh, um, well, lots of secret things I can't really talk about. But um, oh. yeah, I have an exclusive contract with X-Tube. They liked my content. They were really happy with me. And they made me their first um, X-Tube ambassador outside of North America. They're expanding their business. They're trying to bring new young people onto their platform. They've been around a long time. Uh, I've known about them for a very long time. I have so much respect for them. I've been wanking to their content since it was actually <laughs> not legal for me to wank to their content. Wow. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. you know the difference between you and I is I never had internet when I was young. You did. <laughs> I'm that generation. I was that 13-year-old boy who had dial-up and you, you would wait for the pictures to load. I was so excited. Oh, wow, that's, that's insane. I, I, when I first started going to a gay club, I remember going in. It was in Harrogate where I'm from. I was in Ripon, went to Harrogate, and there was this uh, a trestle table, a table just with like these soft car palm, mag <laughs> palm magazines. No internet. Ran to the cash point, got like four, five, five pounds out, came and bought a Paul magazine. That was my wank fest. You're fucking wanking to, I guess, X-Tube. But early X-Tube from the days literally of dial-up. So I feel a bit like you because I see all these young twinks now and they're like, and they grew up having fiber optic and knowing and seeing everything <laughs> out there. No, I remember the days of watching a picture load line by line. line. <laughs> that must have been one hard wank. Oh my God, yes. Especially if your mum was in the house. That was difficult. Oh, uh, that's a bit sick. Yeah. <laughs> Did she ever pick up the phone going, uh, <laughs> David, what's your, it's your name? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So get, getting into the whole porn thing, because you're, um, I don't know if you want to say about what your actual career is as your actual let's call you adam or something like that is your yeah. real name uh but what is your career as adam okay um my my day job yeah. although i only got this well my day job is english teacher to young kids mm. i teach age seven to age 15 but that's in spain is it yeah <laughs> sorry i've just tried to <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you took the i just <laughs> i just tried to bar david a glass of wine but <laughs> <laughs> the, the lid, lid was on. still on. Should we start again? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Before yeah. I started porn, I worked as an English teacher in Spain. Um, I taught very young kids at the time. I taught ages three to about 12. Yeah. Um, I, when I started porn, I did quite well and I actually quit all my other jobs. And I lived from porn for a year. And then I decided that it wasn't quite the direction I wanted to go in. So I... I, I wanted to keep my CV up. I wanted to have a professional life at the same time. So I went back to teaching English. And that's what I'm doing now, as well as working as a writer and then working as a porn actor. Yeah, so you're, you're, then this, this is what I find quite controversial. I don't know whether it's a, a Spanish thing that's different to the UK, but you being um, <laughs> teaching kids, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're obviously a columnist as well, you're a writer, yeah. and then you've got this porn side. What? what how does that not conflict in your daily life? Um, well, I work in the private sector, okay. so I'm more or less protected. Also within Spain, uh, the gay community and the straight community don't mix in the same way that they would in the UK, for example. Okay. Perhaps in the US, I'm not too sure what it's like over there. But within Spain, like, I live in Malaga, and then to one side of Malaga, you have Torremolinos, which is a gay town, Say a party again. town. Torremolinos. Oh, you say it's Espanol. Uh, Torremolinos. Torremolinos. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you've got gay hotels there, gay clubs, gay sex clubs. 
that's where I do a few live shows. I live in Malaga. And then on the other side, there's like this, this kind of sweet, um, heteronormative town. It's sort of young couples with kids. And I get the bus there every day where I teach teach their kids. I do arts and crafts. We color in, we sing songs. I'm very Gosh. Disney. <laughs> wow. So I can show you my hole. No, no, I can show you the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how did, but does, does as nobody that you taught actually said, look, I've seen you on online. Well, this is the, problem. the other day I walked in and my 12 year old girl says, we found you out on Instagram and I froze. And I, yeah. and I grabbed my phone ready to put my account to private. And no, they just searched, oh, I nearly said my real name. They just searched my real name and they were yeah. like, is this you? As they showed me a photo of a young black person. I was like, does that look like me? And then they were like, what, what about this one? They just went through every account that had my real name. And I was like, no kids, no, no, no. Well, it's nicer, the colorblind. Yeah, It's yes. nice to don't say anything like that. Well, and I think it's just Spanish kids are very ignorant. <laughs> oh, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> say what you like i don't care there's no uh but yeah but with that so you uh you you got all that that um your personal side here but you said that you actually wasn't confident the reason why that you got into porn was because you wanted to discover the whole confidence side of you but to me if you're introvert the Mm. last thing you want to do is get your kit off and get fucked or fuck on camera a lot of introverts um become actors as in as in you know, a film actor or go into theater or go into art or even end up in porn. Drew Dixon, for example, is, mm. was a very shy, timid person before he became Drew Dixon. Yeah. And I love him and I respect him and I think he's incredible for that. I think a lot of, um, Billy Vega, for example, is another yeah. person who is a very shy, awkward, weird, freaky little, little boy just like me. And yet we go into this world. I think a lot of us have something to prove and porn ends up being a way that we can express ourselves or find ourselves even. But what, why, uh, what, what are you, when you found, if you can hear, by the way, if you can hear some noise in the background, we are actually broadcasting from Freedom Bar in Soho and that's the air conditioning unit. <laughs> but, you know, is what it is. Yeah, we're going to get on the pole later. <laughs> Anybody that's talking in the background, there's actually a guy uh, further back, I think he's peeling some limes and lemons for tonight. It's Friday night Ooh, that we recorded. Yeah, that's quite good, isn't it? A lot of boys that work, he was straight, straight? Yeah, 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 he looks straight. A lot of it. When I used to use, uh, when I used to own a club up in up, up north, um, hey, up, bless him, this guy that's walking by now, he actually fell down the stairs earlier. Oh. See him limping. Oh. Yeah, he fell down 11 stairs. Does he, he need was... a massage? Are you going to give it to him? Yeah. Prostate one? Yes. <laughs> such Always. A, such a slag. Oh my God, I need one. <laughs> From what you've told me, that's the last thing you want inside. <laughs> what happened recently? Tell us a story. No, 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 no. Is um... It? Maybe I did too much fisting last week or the week before. Maybe I'm a bit sore. Maybe I have to rest my hole for a while. Who knows? But do you, I don't know. Do you find that a problem, though? Because when you, when you get to somebody and say, like, right, I'm into fisting, will you come around? They go, yeah, yeah, I'll show my hands up. Obviously, there's certain criteria you need to do. Cut nails. Yes. All these things. Yes. But is there some kind of boundaries that you have when you're getting fisted? Um, for a fully healthy, normal, average person... Just make sure the nails are cut. Look after yourself. Don't don't do it for too long. If you feel like um, you're a bit sore, stop. Um, my mum and my sister have Crohn's disease. Um, I kind of, I, I definitely have IBS. Not very sexy to talk about it. I, no. I'm borderline Crohn's disease. Fuck I'm me. a lot more sens- sensitive than your average person. <laughs> I shouldn't be pushing myself as much as I do, but there are some times when I really just need a good hard fisting. Sometimes I push myself for work and I end up 
in a position where I end up hurting myself and I have to take a break. And sadly, I'm in one of those positions. It's not really something I wanted to put out there into the world, but yeah. I think it's something that people do need to hear because we, we see these people and we think, how do they do it? And we push ourselves to try yeah. to achieve what they achieve. And, and we really need to know our own limits. I, I think it is very important because <clears> a, a media company, a gay media company that I used to work for many years ago, there's a guy that was a part of the Mr. Gay UK competition that I used to run. Mm. And he went to New York to on the, I think, Westside Sauna, whatever it is, the sauna in there. And he was in a sling getting fisted, but somebody kind of punched far too hard through his intestines and he died. Oh. Not that I'm trying to bring you down on this one, but wow. it, it, it's one. <laughs> think about that next time you've got a couple of hands in your ass, love. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> but no, how, how do you get to the stage where, what stage did you say, like, I, I kind of want to have, I want to get fisted? Oh, I was watching fist. Oh, I remember. And un- I was watching fisting porn underage. And when I was and? 17 with my boyfriend at the time, he wasn't that much older than me. I think he was only 19. Was he 21? Oh my God. Remember. What was the age of consent then? Uh, 16. 16. No, 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 okay, no, 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 no. We were in Europe. Thank you very uh. much. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> I fisted him and he managed to get five fingers into me. And that was the beginning of my journey. By 19, I got my first fist in. That okay. was, wait, how old am I now? 25. Is that seven, eight, mm-hmm. seven, seven years? I don't do maths. So intelligent. It was a few years ago. <laughs> well, if you're oh, 25, that was like six. If you're 19. I've been, I've been playing since, I, like, ain't uh, five fingers since I was 17. So we're talking about a fair few years. A bit more than a Kit Kat. Yeah. Oh, God, I want a Kit Kat. <laughs> you had a galaxy and a sausage roll on the way over I here. I did, I did. Welcome back to Blighty. <laughs> yeah, so getting into the whole, like, I mean, what what is the if your fancy as a child, though, then, when you, because you got into self, into porn. Yeah. What was your fancy? What some There's some reason in you that says, I want to get into porn. What was that? Um, <clears throat> I I always had this very... Now, without uh, it sounds like a stereotype, but I always blame this kind of Latino side to me. Like I'm very fiery. If that's caliente, es que estoy muy caliente todo el puto tiempo. Tú no sabes cómo estoy de verdad. We go on the corners. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> no, I've always had this like very. It sounds like a stereotype. It sounds like it sounds like a white person talking about Latino people. But no, I've always been very fiery, very driven, very like emotional very over the top and I, I like I, it was just within me and then when I began to kind of experiment and become more sexual like this the side came out and it just grew and grew and grew and because I was so shy it became my escape and it was my place to go to um I would I would try and experiment and I would do this don't laugh because I'm I'm hiccuping because I'm drunk um, <laughs> It was, it was my way of experimenting and being free. And at times when I was maybe 18, 19, 20, where it was difficult for me to talk to people, by meeting guys from Grindr, I could, well, not that I promote Grindr, Grindr's no. terrible these days. No, no. Um, it was my way of being free and being myself. And I would find myself through sex. I mean, that, that, to me, I find that really interesting side of things because I'm quite introverted anyway, but to me, sex 
is quite a big deal to do if you're introverted. Now, there are two types of introverts. There are the introverts who find sex to be perhaps the pinnacle of the things that, that, that are so difficult to them that they, yeah. that they struggle with. And then there are others who we find it to be our release and our escape. When we yeah. can't talk to people, we can at least go like face down, ass up and let the world <laughs> like have a turn. Yeah. And I'm of that kind of smaller sect of society that's that kind of yeah. person. I think, I think in London as well, I think for, for people to be confident or to express yourselves fully, there's, there's this big generation of like the, the whole chemsex thing, you need to be high, you need to do whatever. And that causes a massive expression for people. Yeah. But then in general life, that causes a lot of introverted people. Yeah. Anyway. But did, did your mum, did your family know what you do for a living? Oh, I told my mum that I was a go-go dancer and she supported me in the early years. And then she said, maybe you need to go back to a better type of job. I okay. believe it's perhaps an unspoken thing. Maybe she doesn't even know that she knows what it was. My bitch drug addict cousin in Buenos Aires in Argentina managed to find my social media. Oh, shit. No. She adult showed social media. The, my yeah. adult social media. She showed my uncles and my dad. It is an unspoken thing between my dad and I that he is aware. I know he's aware. We do not talk about it. It is not a spoken thing. Um, I have cut her off. I've cut my one of my uncles off. The others don't really talk about it. Um, I, I come from a very old money, old class, upper class, very blah, 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 blah family in South America. And if it ever came out publicly, it would be such a huge problem. Yeah. I'm actually the oldest son of the oldest son of my grandfather, who's the matriarch, uh, who's the patriarch. Oh, my God. Such a feminist. <laughs> who's, the, <laughs> who's the patriarch of the family. If yeah. it did come out, I would probably be disowned by my grandfather. My dad and I have this sort of understanding of we don't talk about it and we respect yeah. each other. Um, yeah. But they also know that I work as a teacher. They know that I have this other side that's very sensible, very normal, very, very well behaved. And I, I maintain both sides of me because I believe they're both, both valid and they're both part, part, integral parts of me. Do you find that that's quite Latin American type of thing? Because I spent, last year I spent a month in Colombia and um, I did party measuring, <laughs> and then Madonna brought a song out about that. But no, I spent uh, I, and I did find out there that there's one part of them that was very progressive and out yeah. there, but there's a lot of attitudes that were really behind. Well, in in Argentina, you can be gay; there are no problems. Yeah. But the expectation of my grandfather is that I marry someone from a very good family. I. I get a surrogate to have a beautiful child that keeps the family blood going what? and I maintain the family name and we do this and that and that which I kind of hope it is actually in my future one day not they don't have gonna... to be from a good family but I, I, I hope that marriage and kids are in my future with a boy with a boy of course oh okay I didn't yeah, know yeah, you were going to do a bit of that have you ever had sex with a girl? Uh, no and not that. that I want to associate trans men as being remotely related to women at all, but I have I've experimented like I I I'm very open with myself. Like I I I have done 
lots of wonderful, beautiful, diverse things. I'm very open. I could have sex with a woman in the future if she knew what my situation was, if she was okay with it. I have had... Hang on, no, 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 hang on. let me stop you there. Are you, are you a gay man? I am you a would, you would very gay peel, You'd man. peel back those little flaps of the flower and, and be able to have sex with a woman. Of a woman and of a man. A trans man? Yes. So if there's a very really, really guy that you find, a, a person that you find sexually attractive, if they said, I was a man, I'm now a woman, I've got tits, I've got a fanny, you'd be like, right, I'll bang uh, that. A trans woman would be more difficult for me. But I, I mean, a one night thing, yes. And a with a, with a cis woman, a one night thing, yes. But a trans guy, um, a cis guy, what it, like as if they were a guy, I would be open to love, sex, marriage, kids, anything. Well, that's good. So you, you said about the, se- the uh, cis woman. To, to me, all these like cis and blads and, and, and pans and blah, blah, that's yeah. all new to me. A cis woman is just a straight woman, no? Uh, a cis woman is a woman who was born a woman. A so why, trans why woman is it not a woman? Why is um, it a cis woman? Why be, is it not a woman? Because I would also like to um, include trans women as being women. You have cis women, you have trans women. They are all women. Yeah, so the women. Yeah. That's confusing. My day and age, you know, when I was at university, yeah. it was lesbian and gay society. And then lesbian, gay, bisexuals came in there. Now it's LGBTQQIA+. Sorry, that in the background, there's just two members of staff at Freedom Bar. So I think one's got guacamole. I you. Definitely fuck both of them. That, uh, the one on the left that's walking away, he's straight. He tries to pick up all the women here. Obviously. Uh, well, I'll pick him up and he'll... No, that's that's inappropriate, isn't it? Okay, right, that's... just look around the room now. You, obviously, you can't, it's a podcast. You can't hear that. We've got the boy at the bar. We've got one of uh, uh, the guy that's just bending down, mopping up. He's a bar boy. He's a bar ba- He's a bear backer. He's a bar backer. <clears throat> and then there's one that went upstairs. Out of those three, which one would you have? All of them at the same time. No, it's all right. I'm keeping an eye on the time, love. Don't worry about it. Yeah. He's got a photo shoot coming up at six o'clock. Yes. How far away from Freedom Bar, Soho? Uh, I believe about shoot? 10 minutes. I also offered to buy him a coffee. Really? Okay, so we've got five about... five minutes. It's, <laughs> it's fine. So we've got 15 minutes left on the podcast. Let's talk about things. Uh, you are quite prominent. You're an ex-tube uh, brand ambassador. ambassador. Brand ambassador. You've got the I'm hat. a columnist for QX Men. Yeah. But you says you've got, you sent me a message saying you'd kind of like to discuss about the whole thing about social media and uh, the fact you think it's quite homophobic. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one because I want you tell me about why you think that the whole social media thing is a problem. Okay. Well, I did just mention about um, trans individuals. Well, Xtube, uh, no, not Xtube. Oh my God, what am I talking about? I'm so drunk. Um, okay. <laughs> have some more love. You wouldn't have, a, you wouldn't have a shot. Why wouldn't you drink a shot? When I offered you a shot, why wouldn't you? I don't one? really drink, so I'm, that's why I'm already no, this like drunk. Most of you palm boys don't drink. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. If anyone who has Instagram knows, as soon as a guy posts a picture in underwear, the account gets taken down. I've lost two accounts, so now my third account, I follow the rules. Strictly, guy. Um, my friends like Drew Dixon have a lot of problems. Well, that's because oh. they don't follow the rules. So Good. many gay people have their accounts taken down. Meanwhile, Kim Kardashian can post a photo in lingerie and there's no problem. A gay guy posts a photo in underwear and there's a big fucking problem. So you're saying that the underwear is the problem. Are you you're comparing <clears throat> uh, straight and gay underwear pictures exactly the same? I, I'm comparing, uh, yes, the same type of photo. If a gay guy uploads the photo, the photo gets taken down, the account might get taken down. Right. This even extends to Twitter, which is the most friendly of all of social media. My friend Billy Vega is trans. 
Now, uh, Twitter must always give a reason when they suspend an account. Uh, Billy Vega lost 100,000 followers. His account was taken down. His lawyers got involved and they were still not given a reason as to why his account was taken down. But what was on his account? Um, all of his porn trailers and everything. But porn exists on Twitter. Porn is allowed on Twitter. Yeah. He didn't break any of their rules. They could not explain what specific rule was broken. What's the difference? He was trans and a lot of transphobic people reported his account. But Twitter's rules and policies state you may not post media that is excessively gory, which obviously that's not, or share adult content within live videos, profiles, or headers of the images. Media's and he did not have adult content in his profile, in his header, or in his live media. What he had was trans content within his posts, which is allowed. But because it was trans, it was considered gory and therefore unacceptable. They did not give a reason, which they should have done. Okay. And they broke their own rules, their own terms, and their own conditions passionate about this one aren't you yeah i believe firmly in trans rights so how about this one then on instagram it said and and don't get me wrong yes i was gonna say your real name then don't get me wrong david i am playing the you know with, of course, with season one fine. I i'm not gonna hit you uh, i just want to don't mind that it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um right it says here a post this is instagram posting photos and videos I just spilt wine on the floor so right, I got a staff discount. It's fine. <laughs> Get another bottle. <laughs> it's, it's cheap. It's been a mass of her, but it's cheap, this one. Um, we know that there's times where people might want to share nude images that are artistic or creative in nature, but for various reasons, we do not allow nudity on Instagram. This includes photos, videos, digital created content, sexual intercourse, genitals, content that shows sexual intercourse, genitals, close-ups, full nudity, buttocks. Uh, it goes on. Yes. So your problem with Instagram is? Now, I would like to point out that Instagram states that if you have hair on a belly, it is not acceptable. If you do not have hair on a belly, it is acceptable. Well, like so, yeah, no, I know what I'm fucking talking about because yeah. this is quite a serious issue. So if you are a man and you post a photo in underwear, it is unacceptable if you have hair on your belly. Why? What? Because it is considered suggestive. Whereas if you are Kim Kardashian, Feel free to post your photo in in underwear, in lingerie, whatever, because they know that women bring users to Instagram, they bring followers to Instagram, and they know that they promote Instagram, they create likes, they break the internet, they do all of that wonderful bullshit. This specifically targets gay men, bisexual men, or any men that want to be slightly sexual. I follow the rules. I do not post nudity. I post photos in underwear. I've had a lot of photos reported. I've lost two accounts, as have so many other um, gay men out there in the world. We all know who we are. We know what's happened. And I would like to point out that it's owned by Facebook. Both Facebook and Google, which owns YouTube, um, have issues with LGBT content. If we look at YouTube, and I would like to bring up the fact that you, there's something you talked about in your pride issue. I can see you looking petrified. Don't <laughs> worry, I'm not going to go into, into you for no, what on. everything you said. Mind. On your pride issue, you said that you had a bit of an issue with gay brands, with brands who suddenly use an LGBT flag during Pride yeah, Month. Yeah, yeah. YouTube had the, LGBT, had the LGBT flag logo yeah. on their social media during the whole of Pride yeah. Month, while they also demonetized every single LGBT 
content creator on YouTube purely for having the, the tag gay, lesbian, bi, or trans, or for having a rainbow flag. There was a video posted which had a ra rainbow flag in the background with no LGBT ta tags that lasted seven seconds. Guess what? It was demonetized. Why? Because there was an a rainbow flag in the background. Now, these companies are out here trying to use Pride Month, trying to gain money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but they block our content, they demonetize us, and they try to silence us. In that, I have an issue. Now, thank you. Sorry, thank there you, you go. <laughs> now, I didn't even clap because you're completely right. I think from the podcast that you heard, I actually sent a Twitter saying, you have to take that rainbow flag off because what yeah. you are doing is not correct. Yeah. You can't, it's like Tesco's or whoever it is, you cannot support LGBT exactly. for, for a week or for a Pride Month or whatever. And I know it's something really passionate, but you said earlier about how if you're a man with some hair on your on your your belly anyway, you can't have it on. There's nothing on Instagram's rules under photos that are inappropriate. There's nothing that says about hair. It says uh, people like to share uh, the photos or videos of, of children. You can't do blah blah whatever you can't do. Yeah. Uh, it says about nipples, it says about post-mastectomy scarring and women with breastfeedings are allowed. Uh, there's nothing on there saying that a man in underwear uh, with hair will be taken down. So you are uh -huh. right, it's, a, uh, it's, it's against, uh, it's, it's homophobic, yeah. basically. It specifically targets gay and bisexual men. Why do you think that? Um, well... All of these companies are Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley based. They have American values. They have oh. American religious values. Yeah. I genuinely believe it might be because they they are they are Christian owned companies, and they the owners have re certain religious beliefs. If you look at Mark Zuckerberg, he's hardly the most wonderful, liberal, friendly person ever. Uh, yeah, so I. I genuinely think it's American religious values, which sadly are being implemented here in Europe. And Europe is liberal. It is mostly agnostic. We here value equality and rights. And I'm truly upset and horrified to see that the internet, which was my, my liberation, my freedom as a teenager, is now a place where I am no longer accepted. And that is why I use my platform as a porn star to then become a writer or to show many facets of myself and I just encourage everyone out there to be yourselves and to be open and to be to be who you are okay can I ask you a question then outside of YouTube so know that any kind of adult uh, content you've got to click that this is adult okay uh, Instagram um, uh, I don't know what the young ones are snapchat we've got a few minutes left on this one snapchat TikTok, all these kind of things uh, as you can just fall upon the the people that are providing the content if you had a child, for example, do you think it's uh, an issue at all that I could go to XXX David Luca and see a naked ass with a thong on there promoting a website that is is XXX? Because the tw I'm not saying it's you as a problem. Yeah. It's social media don't have an adult filter. Um, I hope to have children one day and I hope to raise them knowing that sex exists. And I think the fact that we that we try to hide and protect children from the truth of the world is actually damaging to children. I will raise my children in the future hoping that they are aware of sex, they're aware of abuse, they're aware of various things that can happen. 
for example, we tell children these days, don't talk to strangers, but we don't explain to them why they shouldn't talk to strangers. Okay. I believe that children are capable of understanding more complex issues. And yes, perhaps we need more filters on the internet, but quite frankly, when I was 13 years old on the internet and I could see everything, listen, yeah. it was more of an education than it was a corruption. And I might say that here as an adult actor, but mm. I say that as an adult actor who speaks five languages, who has maintained several mature, loving relationships. I say that as someone who is a professional teacher, who is a professional writer, who has achieved many of my own personal goals and who I can I consider myself to be a well-rounded individual. Why am I a well-rounded individual? Because I grew up in a world that was open, a world where I could see these things going on and and I'm yeah. happy for that. The, the problem is though, you have got a, a large portion of the population that hasn't got the strength that you as, as very influential, who's, the, the, you know, we, we yeah. kind of nanny state the people who are, are less mentally strong. Yes. And you are, I mean, you, you're clever, you're, oh, just bang me on mic, sorry about that. You are an all round quite strong person, regardless of being introvert, extrovert, whatever. But there is a section of society that's very yes. influential. Yeah, and that's how we end up with Brexit voters. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Hang on. Can I just... Can I, he's such a bitch. There's an email that I got sent. I sent him a message when he was in Spain yesterday saying, what is it that you would like to talk about on this podcast? And you put, do not bring up politics. You brought up Brexit. <laughs> no, all I'm going to say is, if we raise our children to believe in themselves as well-rounded individuals who can form opinions who can understand complex issues we will raise adults who can understand complex issues who can understand the varied and diverse nature of society of human um, ambition intellect sexuality and they can make informed adult decisions in the world that's i and i think that's all i really can say so maybe you're quite you're quite against the whole nanny state type of thing Never got no, to no, 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 not necessarily. Yeah. I would like greater restrictions, perhaps not necessarily on the internet, but on society. I, I believe there should be consequences for our actions. I believe we should understand right and wrong. But I yeah. also believe that we must treat all individuals as intelligent, capable human beings. Yeah. And at the end of the day, choice is important. It is, and I think that the whole social media thing has to take responsibility that whether you're Twitter, Facebook, if you want adult content, it should be like your mobile phone access. You need to tell them that you are over 18, you want to be able to access this, and then anyone can get involved. Uh, so I don't think that the problem is necessarily the porn actors. I think it's necessarily the social media. So we have got like a couple of minutes before we need to go, because I know you've got to go. <laughs> what, is the, what is the photo shoot you are doing? Uh, I'm working with Matt Spike, the number one fetish photographer in the whole of the UK. I'm such a fan. I'm supposed to be in his house in nine minutes. Right, we are gonna, <laughs> we're going to say one more, one more thing before we go. And it, we're 45 minutes in. That's a good time. But, uh, you're saying the stereotypes of porn actors. The one thing that you want to discuss, we'll discuss it very briefly. Now, I've worked in porn a few, behind the scenes, yeah. never in front of the scenes. And most of the people that I've met are fine. But recently, in modern day terms, uh, the porn actors I've met are very much kind of... There's a, there is a difference. <laughs> the difference between you and the other porn actors, you're extremely, from the onlook, you're <laughs> extremely intelligent. Why do you think, why would you do something like this, be an intelligent person? Uh, because I'm a complex individual and it was within me anyway. 
And I would like to draw attention to perhaps Drew Dixon, who is probably nearly as intelligent. He just plays at being kind of this ditzy, wonderful, cute, sweet boy. Um, A lot of us have this thing to prove to ourselves. And porn is this incredible outlet that we can prove ourselves with. But why do you think that um, people who do porn uh, are associated with people who are not intelligent? Because of a certain stereotype from the early noughties or the late nineties, it was sort of ditzy twinks who would like do a scene and they would talk about how they wanted, <laughs> don't point at me, bitch. <laughs> and they would talk about how they wanted to do a scene, how they wanted, to, perhaps they wanted to be famous because there was a certain point where porn actors were genuinely famous. And in the same way that people go on X Factor because they want to be famous. Yeah. If you want to be a singer, you work at your craft. You don't yeah. necessarily want to be famous. Today, we are at, even though there are young people out there who join, who do porn because they want to be famous, you will not be famous, but it is yeah. a craft. It is something you can work at. I am, I am incredibly proud of my achievements and I really genuinely work at what I do. And I want yeah. to be better and I want to get better. Drew Dixon is the perfect example of this shy, sweet, ordinary guy Someone who likes has... Drew Dixon. No, listen, bitch didn't meet this with bitch. me the last two times he was in Malaga, mm. so he fucking owes me. But I will still this talk bitch. about his incredible achievements. He was a shy, awkward, reserved mm. a guy who worked on himself, worked on his body, worked on his craft, learned how to take a fist, and look at what he's <laughs> achieved. You know, he boy's done good. He has done good. He was out of all the people that we work with, the pawn, the Fowler Pawn Awards. Drew, uh, it was amazing. We have got a lot of content that we actually didn't broadcast with Drew, and he's a he's a fabulous person. Mm-hmm. So I know I know exactly why you like him. Right, David, I know you need to get off. You need to I'm go so and do it. No, it's fine. Don't worry. We've got 45 minutes of content. Hopefully, we'll get you back. And I know that hopefully we're going to be working on something in the yes, future. Yes, please, please. Please. So quickly, give all your social media, plug yourself. Okay, so Instagram, X David, X Luca, X. That is Luca, L U C A, no S on the end. And then my Twitter is uh, David Luca, X, X, X. Um, yeah, please find me. Please search for me. I, I think I'm also actually on Pornhub. I'm on yeah, Xtube. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, seen yeah. your videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Uh, actually, there are a lot of videos of me now available online because I'm an old bitch who's been around a very long fucking oh, time. She's not. And thank you so much to everyone for listening, no matter where you are in the world. Thank you for being part of this. Thank you for supporting Thirsty Bitch Podcast. It is incredible. Um, yeah, please like, subscribe, rate, and um, hopefully see you guys very soon. Yeah, that's doing my, my job. And he's an actual wonderful person. So do, uh, do follow him on all the social media. Thank you. From us at Thirsty Bitch, it's season two, episode two uh we've got uh, i love you oh yeah we've got a little drag queen coming up hosting the next one uh keep in touch with us on social media and we'll see you again very shortly bye bye honey it sounds like she thirsty i mean thirsty okay all right so um uh, are you a, a thirsty bitch or no that's another episode of thirsty bitch podcast over with if you did like it then please rate and review us on apple podcasts if you are listening on spotify then click the follow button best of all Please tell all your friends. And until next time, stay thirsty. Hello. I just want to say I love your podcast. You both are amazing. So 
I really, really enjoy that podcast. So please, we need to be more thirsty bitches. Oh, yeah.